Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I don't know about you, but I feel like winter hits so early this year and fall, maybe it was just Colorado, but fall felt like it was just a few weeks and it is too early for snowstorms already. We haven't even had the holidays come around yet. We haven't even had Thanksgiving. It's like middle November and I am sitting in my office bundled up. I have this Nike, this new Nike like jumpsuit that I got and I even have a layer on underneath that. And I'm just so cozy and comfortable. And there's something about the cold weather that just makes you want to be at home in your pajamas, um, which is okay, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But I was talking to my mom, and this is going to be the first Thanksgiving in years that I'm not home, which is different. It's different to live far away from family. I've lived in Michigan for so long and every holiday was just with family, right? It's what you did. What are we doing? Whose aunt's house are we going to? Like, is my mom hosting? That's just what I've always known. And last year was different for me because I had moved to Colorado and I did Thanksgiving was still in Michigan because I was still living at home, but Christmas was away. But I was also home shortly after Christmas, so it sort of felt like I was there for Christmas. But this is the first big holiday where I won't be with my family. Luckily, I'm going to a Friendsgiving in the mountains. My friend has this beautiful house in Golden, Colorado, and I will be there for Thanksgiving. And I will actually be home in Michigan for Christmas. I'm coming home to Michigan for a couple weeks actually because my sister is having a baby I'm gonna be an aunt again which is so exciting so because I will be making the trip home to Michigan for a couple weeks which I'm driving again which seems so wild everyone's like Katie how many times are you gonna drive across the country but because I'm coming home for such an extended period of time I have Charlie who's a puppy I'll be driving to Michigan I will be driving back to Michigan almost the exact day that I drove to Colorado last year, which is like, what a bizarre feeling. Only I'm not moving back to Michigan, I'm just going home to visit, so it's a little different. Either way, the holiday season came up so quick, it is here, and every year this seems to add more stress to people's lives, which is hard, right? The holidays should be for enjoyment, it should be for relaxation, 
It should be to celebrate, but yet most of the time it comes with stress, with you know, setting boundaries with family, overeating, feeling like you're gaining weight, overdoing it, the guilt, the shame. That is not what holidays are meant to be for. So let's dive into this episode on how we can just combat these holiday stressors so we can actually enjoy this year. We can actually have the holidays for what they are meant for. So I asked what your biggest fears were with the holidays. What's the biggest fears? What are the biggest stressors? Number one was overeating and weight gain. So let's just knock that one out of the way first. I will do this analogy every single year and it seems to hit home with a lot of people. But there's no doubt the holiday season is a time where most people will put on weight. It's somewhere in the range of seven to 10 pounds people will gain between Thanksgiving and New Year's. But this is not because of the holidays. This is because of your mindset telling you you're failing affecting the holidays. If you take, so this episode's coming out on November 22nd. So I'm just gonna do it from that day instead of the day that I'm recording. So November 22nd to the end of the year, there are 40 days left in 2022. We have three meals a day, it's 120 meals a day. So you have 120 meals left of these amazing ways we can nourish our body, we can give back to our body. And if we take into consideration Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, we're looking at less than 5% of our meals. Less than 5%. But we're taking this last chunk of the year and we're giving up. Because we're saying, I'm not going to be in control. I'm going to overeat. I want to be able to enjoy the holidays, but we don't just enjoy the holidays. We enjoy the weeks and weeks after, which there's nothing wrong with enjoyment, but there's one thing with enjoying and there's one thing with self-destructive behavior and overeating, which I think a lot of that goes hand in hand together when we are having these holiday scenarios. So we're letting less than 5% of our meals knock us off for the rest of the year. It's not that one meal that you're enjoying. It's your mindset around it. It's telling yourself, I have too much going on. I have too many events. There's too much temptation. There's too many meals, too much food in the house, and I'm not going to be able to put myself first. And what that is, is a story that you're telling yourself that you have the choice to rewrite in any time you would like. You can rewrite that story right now as you're listening to this because you have an opportunity to put yourself first. Yes, it's a busier time of year. Yes, there are more stressors. Yes, it might look different than normal, but different doesn't mean bad. Different doesn't mean wrong, and different doesn't mean we need to completely give up on ourselves. What if we just took this holiday season to enjoy and maintain? What if the goal wasn't either weight loss or weight gain? What if the goal was maintenance? What if the goal was memories over macros? What if the goal was just enjoying without the self-destructive behavior? Being able to go in these scenarios and make decisions that are good for your body and then also decisions that you want, also enjoying a drink and dessert without going overboard. What if you took this holiday season and didn't gain a single pound but also didn't lose? Guess what? That's a win. And it all comes down to our mindset around the scenario. I think a lot of it comes down to setting yourself up for success that day, like the day of the holiday. And what I mean by that is, let's take Thanksgiving for an example. What do most people do? 
I know in my family, in the Saltzman family, we start our morning with a cinnamon roll. It's like my mom's tradition. It's what we've always done. Even in Colorado here, I will be baking cinnamon rolls because I've had it every Thanksgiving morning. And yes, it'll be me and Charlie enjoying them, but that's okay. So we start with a cinnamon roll, and here's what I used to do. I'd eat that cinnamon roll, maybe I would eat two, and then I wouldn't eat anything for the rest of the day till Thanksgiving dinner. I would tell myself, don't cheat, don't overeat, don't do this, don't do that, and what would happen? I had two cinnamon rolls that morning, I spiked my blood sugar high, and then I starved myself for the rest of the day until Thanksgiving dinner, not expecting to go overboard, and really I just went totally crazy because my blood sugar is low and I'm so hungry. Treat these days like any other day. If you're having a Thanksgiving dinner, guess what? Your body still deserves breakfast. Your body still deserves lunch. And when you have that, you're way more likely to be in control at Thanksgiving dinner. Of course, I'm not saying in control like you have to be structured. I'm just saying in control of your decisions and your choices. Yes, of course, there's going to be more carbs and fat and gravy and stuffing and potatoes, and that's okay. We're allowed to have all of that but you will be in control of eating that food if you make better decisions throughout the day. So now my morning looks like, yeah, I enjoy a cinnamon roll, but I have two eggs with it. And then maybe at lunch I'll have some protein and veggies because I know dinner is gonna be a little bit more carb, fat dense. I'm not skipping meals. I'm still fueling my body throughout the day. I'm keeping my blood sugar level. And that way Thanksgiving dinner isn't this big to do. It's not like I'm just waiting to overeat like I was before. So number one, set yourself up for success on these days. Don't set the expectations of saving calories because you're going to just overdo it. And if you do, that's okay. If you overdo it, guess what happens? You get back on the next day because this was the other thing. It was gaining weight and overeating. And if we overeat, that doesn't mean you need to punish yourself the next day. That doesn't mean you need to overeat for three or four days after that. That doesn't mean you need to give up all of December. You're allowed to say, you know what, I overate last night or maybe I drank too much and that didn't serve my body and what can I do today right now to make me feel good? That's not punishing yourself with extreme amounts of cardio. That's not skipping calories that day. You're putting your body on a roller coaster if you're doing that and your body doesn't want to be on a roller coaster. The best thing you can do is what is going to serve my body. Drink some water, go for a walk in the sunshine. Yes, go work out, but don't overdo it trying to make up calories. Have the right intentions and mindset about it. The second thing that you said that was hard of the holidays is setting boundaries with family. This is a tough one. This is a really, family seems to be the hardest people to set boundaries with. And I will say this always because I've been dealing with these conversations with my clients. And some of my clients are opting out of holidays because emotionally and mentally it's very unhealthy for them. Yes, I understand that might seem harsh, but Trent Shelton says it best. If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. It's not worth it. So for some that might mean opting out. For some, that might mean just setting boundaries with family and you're allowed to say that. I think the reason that there is a lot of tension with setting boundaries with family is because of the conversations that come up. Whether they are conversations about dieting and bodies, whether they are conversations about religion, around politics, it always seems to be these really intense conversations and heads sort of combating at dinner. Uh, You can choose to opt out of those conversations at any point in time. There are different ways you can do that, whether you want to set a harsh boundary of, hey, we're not going to talk about that and move on. 
But my favorite way to do it is to ask deeper conversations, to have deeper conversations, to have deeper connections, to ask better questions. So for example, my question would be like, how's your, how's life going? What's lighting you up? What's something you're doing that you're super, super excited about? All of these conversations create depth, create respect, and create better relationships outside of let's talk politics, let's talk religion, or let's talk about our bodies in dieting, right? These are all conversations that leave just this really toxic feeling and that can cause a lot of stress in a situation where we don't want to. If you want to have better connections, if you want to have better friendships, better relationships, have better conversations, ask better questions. Come up with a list of a couple questions that you're going to ask people that have nothing to do with anything else in life except them. Do you know how special that makes somebody feel? If somebody comes up to me and asks me, what's lighting you up in life? What's exciting you? How are you? And they're looking at me and they're genuine. That to me is like, wow, who is this person? And I want to give them a hug because that is just such a cool thing to care When you care about someone and when they know you're cared about, there's less likely to be all of these toxic settings. There's less likely to be this headbutting and this stress around it. Again, it's going to depend on your family, the scenario, their boundaries as well. Some people, again, might be opting out or might need to set more extreme boundaries. And you're going to have to do what feels best to you and what's in alignment with you. And do not let it, like, protect that peace, right? We choose how to react in these situations and we can be reactionary or we can say they can have whatever opinion they want and talk about whatever they want, even if they're crossing a boundary that you've already set, but you choose how you react to that. You choose how you let it affect you. You choose how you let it trigger you and affect your energy. And you can choose at any time to truly just opt out of that, to walk away from that. The last thing you guys said were comments about your plate or your body. I understand this one completely. And I think a lot of times it's because we've created these different scenarios. So I I wanna say that by using an example of myself because I'm guilty of this. For years and years of my life, I was obsessed with dieting, I was obsessed with the latest fads, I was obsessed with the way that I looked, I had social anxiety because of that. I went into events thinking like, well, I don't look like I've been on a diet, so I like, how do I cover up my body? How do, how do I look thinner today so people think I've been doing good even though I was just miserable and struggling inside? I created only conversation around nutrition, fitness, diets, and my body at all times. So that's what people expected of me, and people were comfortable talking about that with me because that's what I had talked about for so long which only fueled my social anxiety thinking they're judging me. They want to talk to me about diets. I haven't been doing good. I've gained weight. All of these thoughts going through my head. But it was something that I created. And I had to accept that I created that. And in order to change that, I had to set boundaries. And I also had to change the conversation, just like I was talking about before. Adding depth, getting to know people outside of their bodies, getting to know them for who they are, not what they looked like. So that is something that took me time, but that also meant setting boundaries. I'll use another example. My mom, I love her. She's the best in the entire world. We love Mama Salty. She's always been really, really hard on herself and her body. And one boundary I had to set with her is with our family, when we are taking family pictures and the nieces are there, 
we don't make comments about our body. We don't say, I don't like that picture because I look fat. We don't say, oh, my arms look huge in that picture, right? We don't want to ingrain in their minds to be critical and overly critical of their amazing, incredible bodies. It took one simple conversation and that's it. I don't have to worry about it or deal with it anymore. So if there are conversations around plates, around bodies, around what you're eating that make you uncomfortable, have those conversations. Say, you know what, this kind of, this, this talk, this conversation makes me a little bit uncomfortable and I'm trying so hard in my life to start to change the conversation around my health and others and to try and get to know people for who they are. And if you say that, like that is the most beautiful boundary you can set. And not only that, but it's like jaw dropping to other people and it helps them set that boundary or create better conversations. So I really want to encourage you to do that in the holiday season and do it when you're not triggered, right? If, if all of this is building up inside you or has been building up inside you and you wait till Thanksgiving dinner when someone's like, are you really going for seconds and you just blow it and you lose your cool and flip out, that is setting a boundary in a very triggered environment. That doesn't come across as a boundary. That can come across as like rude or anger. And then they're just like, what's your problem? When really they're your problem <laughs> and they have been for a while, you just haven't voiced that opinion. So if you need to, my best suggestion is to set these boundaries before you're going into these scenarios, before you're going into these dinners, have these really honest conversations in a very genuine, loving, caring way. If it means you need to set a harsher boundary, do that, honor that. Again, every family is different. You have to do with what aligns best with you. So protect that peace, set the boundaries, have deeper conversations and connections, and know that these meals are less than 5% of the rest of your year. And they're not going to get you off track unless you let them, and we're not going to let them this year. We have so many opportunities to be able to put ourselves first. Whether your goals are composition change, whether it's maintenance, but the one thing we don't want is like self-destructive behavior and a fear, guilt, shame mindset. So let's let this 2022 holiday season look different than any one we have had before. I'm cheering you on from the sidelines. I can't wait for this holiday season for all of us because this is where we get to really earn trust in our bodies and our minds into changing the conversation around health for us. And I can't wait to hear how your holiday season was. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.